This is Hannah. This is Rachel. And this is What I Like to Tell People. Have you been feeling curious about connecting with your spiritual side? Are you having difficulty trusting your intuition? It could be time to test your skepticism and meet with a spiritual medium. Three-Eyed Bob offers personalized, intuitive readings to help you better understand your journey and identify the unseen forces assisting you along the way. As featured on our first episode of this season, Three-Eyed Bob provides a fresh approach to mediumship that focuses on identifying realistic connections to your current life circumstances. Check out threeeyedbob.com for more information about services offered and to book your virtual reading session today. That's threeeyedbob.com found in our episode notes. Hi, Rachel. Hello, Hannah. How was your week? It was good. I got to see my parents and we, you know, um, what's it called? Ordered Chinese food while I surprised them, and then we ordered Chinese food, and then on um, oh, you didn't when, tell them you were coming. No, <laughs> it was yeah. So it was a little last minute thing. So they were like, well, "Who's in our house?" Well, it's me. So hi, that's not good that you guys. Yeah. Anyways, we'll not talk about that. And then on Wednesday, I actually well, now I want to know. I can cut it. What? What happened? But I don't even know how they did not know I wasn't there, to be honest. I decided they're either deaf or the dog. Oh, you were there a while. No, like I went in the house, for God's sakes. That's what was interesting. And they were like, hello, who's there? I'm like, why would you even act? (laughs) <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't have a gun on you. Like you would think so with all the shit they talk about. My dad with all this stuff, right? And you would think they would have that. He's like, we're gonna protect ourselves and all this. That's why I have the safe with blah blah blah. And they just had the door unlocked. No, I had locked it really like that, and like no one, no one heard me. I'm like, my lord. My oh lord. well, at least they weren't sitting with the door unlocked. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know if we even have this in this episode. I don't want anyone to know about <laughs> how easy okay. it's a break in. Well, it's not, you had a key. How is that easy? You had a key. <laughs> you didn't have a bobby pin. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Anyways, how was your week, Hannah? I mean, it was pretty good. I am really tired of the snow. Like, I cannot wait for it to end um I did start reading a book of um they always wave goodbye and we interview Kate the author Katie Sherman and a couple or I guess it's next week I guess it'll be out next week so that I highly recommend that book so I tried to like enjoy the snowy day by snowy day weekend by kind of relaxing and um doing that and I probably should have been doing other things but I did that so this episode is with Olivia Bowen and she is a life and career coach and I feel like we had a really really great session with her and and like I I just I feel like we can I I hope 
it translates well in the episode because I feel like we came out of it feeling really great and she is amazing at what she does. She really is. And it was such a great, yeah, it's such a great episode. I can't wait for you guys to listen. They're listening right now. Hello, everyone. We are here with Olivia Bowen. Hi. Hello. Hi, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. So you uh, just actually opened your company? Yeah, I launched well, first, my... can we say what you do? Yeah, Sorry yeah. to interrupt, but we, Rachel has forgotten. So you are a life coach or a life career coach. Correct? Yeah, life and career coach um, for ambitious, service-oriented people. And, and you just started this, though, back in December. Right? So yeah, I launched my company, my own coaching practice at the end of 2021. And the year of 2021 was like discovering this path and doing the training and getting settled into it um, and then learning to step into it. What made you change um, to want to actually, you know, be um, not actually, but like do a life coaching? Like what made you feel like ambitious people needed more of a push, I guess? I consider myself an ambitious person. Um and the shape of that ambition has really changed over the last couple of years. And I think, you know, I used to, I've always worked in nonprofits or mission driven organizations, but I always wanted to like get to the next level and do the next thing and level up, level up. Um, and then, you know, we had this little pandemic. <laughs> and last winter, so like December 2020, I know it was a tough time for a lot of folks, myself included, and I found myself literally just like sobbing in my windowless home office on the basement floor, um, just feeling burnt out in what I was doing, even though I believed in it. I still believe in that work. I just was like, this is not lighting up my soul. So I set my goal for 2021. My big goal was to figure out what my soul work was and then chart the path to get there. And so I'd set that intention. I was like, I don't, I don't know what that's going to be, but we'll figure it out. And then I think I was probably on Instagram as one does. And I saw Martha Beck's Wayfinder Life Coach Training Program. And I've been reading her work for years. I think she's got an awesome story. She's really unconventional and has charted this path from a really prescribed life to one that is unique to her. Um, and so I saw her training program and I remembered I had seen it years ago, I think when I was pregnant with my older daughter, who's almost five now. And I'd seen it and I was like, oof, that would be amazing. I could never do that. And then when it came back around in January of 2021, I was like, that would be amazing. I need to do that. Ah, so I looked into time. more of it and I went to the Q&As, um, Q&A sessions. And being me, I put together a PowerPoint to broach this with my husband because it was a big investment, right? Um, so I was like, Michael, here's, here's what I want to do. Here's my vision. Here's how I think I could help people. Early bird cutoff is tomorrow morning, and we save $1,000 if I register tonight. <laughs> um, and bless him. He was like, yeah, of course, do it. I mean, you didn't need to make me a PowerPoint. 
do it. Um, or he's so, just saying that if you hadn't made the PowerPoint, that could have. It been, was a really, you know, yeah. It was I a really compelling PowerPoint. Power, I want to see this PowerPoint now that because I would have said yes to. It sounds like it was all about the PowerPoint. It was all because, about the PowerPoint. Not because he's supportive or anything. Right. Um, over a decade together, supporting one another's dreams couldn't have been not at what's all. behind not it. All. It was all about the PowerPoint. Yeah. Um, and so I jumped into the training and bless my friends who let me do my early practice coaching hours with them because I learned a lot. Um, definitely fumbled, but just really embraced beginner's mind. And I'm trying to embrace beginner's mind as I'm launching this business. I've launched businesses and nonprofits in the past, but this one feels different and I'm intentionally doing it very differently. Um, and so just letting it be okay when it's messy and I stumble and making sure that I learn from that. So what does a life coach do or a life career coach? What's the process? So we, the way I view coaching is um, it's really the process of helping a client tap into your own wisdom and figuring out what's getting in your way and how you can get to what you really want, right? So I always say the client's really in the driver's seat and it's up to the client, you know, you let me know what you want. Or if you don't know what you want, you just know that something isn't working. Um, we can work from that too. And I found about half the people I work with know what they want and they don't know how to get there or their efforts haven't been working or they don't know what they want. They just know that what they currently have isn't working anymore. Right. So whether you know what you want and you don't know how to get there or you just don't even know where to start, um, a life coach can partner with you and using um, inquiry. And I use some really unconventional tools because I found, especially with the people that I work with, they've been doing it by the book. Right. They've been doing things the right way and it's not working. So. Let's get weird, right? Let's try some other approaches. And it's there is neuroscience to back it up, right? So I say that my my coaching is rooted in nature, support grounded in science, but leaves room for magic, right? So I, I think so much of what really helps people unlock what they need is some of these more unconventional tools that tap into the other side of the brain, right? Um, so you can think about things in a new way and unlock those possibilities. Um, and then we also do a lot of work with limiting beliefs, right? In my own story, my limiting belief four years ago, five years ago, was I could never do that. Well, that's not true, <laughs> right? So by doing thought work and addressing these limiting beliefs, we can literally rewire our brain and create new neural, new neural pathways and strengthen those so that as things come up, we have reworked our neuro, our neuro plasticity um, to better support the life we want to have. That kind of reminds me of this book that I was just doing the audio book. I don't know if you've ever heard of Lovey. Um, I Lovey Ajay. Yes, I love her. Yes, I just did her la or her like newest the the trouble. 
I yeah, I haven't read it yet. Oh, well, I won't tell you too much then. But I will say that she was kind of talking about how whenever she was like, okay, I'm not going to do this unless Oprah calls or I'm not going to do this. And, you know, like I would never do something like this unless, you know, Michelle Obama reaches out. And like those things happen to her. Like it's like she, you know, like set the bar and then she's mm-hmm. like, well, I have to get, you know, I am going to go do this because Oprah is on the mm-hmm. phone or, you know. And so that kind of reminded me like what you said, like you don't think these things are possible, but like once you kind of put that out there, things can be possible. Yes, I totally believe that. And um, my teacher, Martha Beck, one of her lines is, I might, I might botch it, but the essence of what she's saying is just because you can dream it doesn't mean it's going to happen, but it's definitely not going to happen if you can't dream it, right? Mm -hmm. If you can't have that big vision, um, what is the most radically awesome vision you can create for your life? And just starting to cultivate that, you can then build the bridge to get there. So do you want to start doing the coaching now or is there? I would love that. Um, Not surprisingly, I, I love... I love coaching. I literally dance out of sessions sometimes. I'm excited. Um, So I'm really excited to do some coaching with you. So I've been thinking about how we could do it. We could either do back-to-back hot seat coaching, and I could coach one or both of you one-on-one back-to-back, or there are some tools that I could give you that would just be more broadly applicable. But is there something you had in mind that you would like to be coached on? I don't know. Our podcast? (laughs) <laughs> that's fine by me do you want to be coached on your podcast yeah like how can we be more successful yeah well what do you think is getting in the way uh we don't have very many listeners so that okay. is a you know pinpoint uh, i guess connecting to sometimes on social media is hard even when we're uh what's it called tagging etc too so it's gonna be mm-hmm. hard with that so it's more like trying to get people to, I guess, listen more slash find us more too, because we're doing a lot of the tools that we need. We were taught, obviously, mm-hmm. research, but it's not enough, if that makes sense. Like we want to you know, get it there because we, we have a good podcast. Yeah. Or even like maybe there, maybe there is something we need to improve to yeah. make people want to actually listen to us. Exactly. Or- like some type of improvement for ourselves. It's not their fault. It's not your fault. <laughs> so a couple questions come to mind. One is what have you been doing that has worked? Well, we try, like our main goal with the podcast is interviewing different people. So it's Mm -hmm. not just like the two of us talking heads to different people, but we have branched out to different people so that way they can share on their platforms and then they can type it up for their audience. Mm -hmm. And so it depends on who we get, but we definitely see different levels of listens to if it's somebody that is you know has a following or also shares if they share Mm -hmm. the podcast especially during um the pandemic we actually became even more open to um having more people from all over so that's where we that was our one great quality was not that the pandemic is obviously awful, but being able to ha- talk to someone that was all the way in England, for example, mm-hmm. 
and being able to do that. So we actually have been branching and pushing ourselves out more with um, doing the uh, Instagram and all that. And so I feel like that's what we're doing very well is that we, I feel like, have other goals that we need to hit. So other goals beyond the audience goals? Well, we want to make money. Like, I feel like... Well, yeah, that equals money. Exactly. Audience equals money. But I also feel like, yeah, the... um, yeah, having more of a uh, so we've been trying to do sponsorships for a bit now too. Mm-hmm. So it's more like we're trying to find a sponsorship and be but able. People to. Don't people don't want to sponsor, sponsor when you have twenty people listening. So is the first goal is the first thing you would want to work towards the building the audience segments. Yes, correct. Okay, so what more? What do you feel you should be doing that you're not doing yet in that realm? Having something people want to listen to. I don't know. <laughs> Because I feel like our topics are quite in. Yeah, we have. I feel like we have interesting topics we bring on different people. So do you really think that's the issue, that it's that people don't want to listen? No. I personally, I think it's that we're just not reaching enough people. So maybe there's something that's something that's not bringing because I feel like we do have listeners and I do know like people from the museum actually like even my coworkers are like we like, yeah we I think people maybe. do like the topics they do like mm-hmm. you know but we want to make other people listen and, and have and reach out and I think we had you know some shows have like over 100 listens which is small mm-hmm. but pretty you know decent and then it like has dwindled as we go on. So what advice would you give yourself in this situation? I don't know. I think we need to put ourselves out there a little more. And what would that look like? Mm-hmm. Well, I think, you know, our social media, we need to like add additional, you know, and maybe pay for some ads. We've not done that mm-hmm. before. We've discussed it, but we've not. And you invite people on your podcast have you gone on other podcasts? Yes, we to did take do advantage a collaboration of, of a podcast. That's right. We did do that. Did, did that work? That. Uh, yeah, I think we got some listens yeah. and we got, you know, some other people from that audience. So it'd be cool to be able to be guests or something on there to, or combine another podcast with ours because we did have another podcast that wanted to talk to us in the past too. So, so far you've already named a handful of I feel like this is there. You know you could be doing. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Right. You could be more active on social media. You could be guests on other podcasts. You could, um, you said another thing and I'm not taking notes because I'm not, I wasn't planning to actively coach. I do take notes during my coaching sessions, but we can listen back. Right. Um, Social media is just so hard, though, because I even do the stories. And I stuff. think it's having other people share. I don't think uh, it's the posting. I think it's because like, I've been like, trying my hardest maybe, too maybe, and doing maybe. it all the time. So it's like I mm. think it's getting people to share. Uh, the I, I get it. Um, I think it's getting you know a difference because right now it's just like our friends, the same people see the same mm-hmm. stuff. So it's trying to like grow our social media pages and like the people mm-hmm. that actually are looking at the information and I and I you know think constantly like tagging the people yeah. that are already so they can share and in the story which we and, yeah, and doing that. but doing it more often um so I'm trying to think what the other thing was that you I know I heard another thing we can listen back because it's being recorded so that's the beauty yes so those are some of the really tactical things right that you already know you could be doing so then the question is, and without judgment, 
right? Truly just identifying. Why aren't you doing more of those things? Well, one, if we want to do advertising, that takes money. Oh, that was the third thing. Advertising oh, is the yeah. third thing. Sponsorships. Yeah. Yes. But like if we want to advertise on like Facebook, Instagram, or mm-hmm. things like that, it takes additional money to mm-hmm. do that. So we'd have to put our own funds up in order to get that. So I think that's also, it's like, well, this is not profitable. Should we put more money? Is it going to drain it or is it going to mm-hmm. actually have a return? So that's the advertising. But what about the, and we could go, that's like a whole rabbit hole we could go down. And I don't think we have time to go down that specific path. Um, but we, you also talked about being more consistent about tagging people in your Instagram stories and being present on social media um, and also going on other podcasts. Again, without judgment, but just very practically speaking, what do you think is getting in the way of doing those things? It's honestly hard to be... um... It's hard to do a post and then the stories all the time because I get overwhelmed and I have to say the mm-hmm. same, feel like I say the same crap over and over again. Mm-hmm. So it gets very overwhelming because I already did the post, right? Mm-hmm. I already did the stories and I keep doing the stories. So it's kind of just overwhelming at that point mm-hmm. because I already did a lot of that. So it's to the point where like I already rewrote the post over and over again. And that mm-hmm. takes time, even though it turned out to be only one sentence. And then I spend another like, sometimes even 30 minutes with that stupid story, which is so stupid because it's a story. Yeah, but I think the story is what brings I know, I know, but it takes me forever to do it, though, and I make it look really nice, and then I'm like, oh, my God. So then I do it again. So then I think I start to get overwhelmed, but I still continue to do it. <laughs> right, mm-hmm. This is like in the movie where they like the person just continues to talk and they just keep cutting to the – thing yeah in the movie does that make sense that's what i feel like yes. i'm watching right now <laughs> and, but yeah and so it's more that like i just feel like there's just like i i do it i do do mm-hmm. it and i i i truly do but i also yeah, feel i i just i feel like also what sucks is i will say it some of our guests don't Actually, share it. But I think that's if we keep like bugging them. But I do tag them over and over again, and they're not. Do you do you ask them to share? Yeah, we do. You do. You do make the explicit ask. I do a lot. I even tag them. I hashtag them. I do. Hannah does it, and I mean, because I feel like. And I think also the ones that do share, that's who we should focus on. That's and like repost mm-hmm. their show. Like Dan Davis, he has a very big following with Kinship Goods. Mm-hmm. Keep tagging the people. I know, that I know what I want to do. Are, are, what do you want to do? I want to post more. See, I used to be afraid of repeating say, some people from the past. Mm and stuff and like some of the people that we talked to more like what you just said and I felt like oh my god some of the other guests might get pissed but I'm like but at the same time I want to post them again because they liked being on our show and they promote us so why not just promote them again and in the past I did that with musicians where I combined mm-hmm. the two musicians oh, I have an I have an idea yeah well since you mentioned like musicians maybe we do like here's a post of all the bands and tag all the bands here Mm -hmm. is all the local shops that you need to go check out and tag and so if only one person tags that's fine but they all were tagged like like i did that with the female yeah remember when i did with the band and stuff so i'm thinking if i can try to put even the ones from season one Mm -hmm. and 
start to like go through those again, I think that would help because I think what happens is I focus and I have learning differences. So I sometimes mm-hmm. focus on um, one thing more than like mm-hmm. the outside. Um, so my brain is like, okay, I have to do this post, which is a preview. Then the next one is say the actual like post mm-hmm. of say you, your awesome face, mm-hmm. right? And so then I'm like, okay, well, I don't want to be unfair to other people, so I'm not going to say it again to other. So I think I get in that mindset where I can only do it a certain way. Right. <laughs> Even though I know that's not true. <laughs> I know I can, I can mix it up and I can put others. It's not like they're going to be mad. <laughs> Right. Like it's your, it's your podcast. It's you kind of get to make the rules. Right. And they've already been on. They can't say they don't want to be on. No, because I wanted to re-promote people. I felt bad. I'm like, is it too long ago to re-promote them? No. Okay. Right. Because okay. so I also already promote people for a while. I was like, is it weird to go backwards? I mean, so my background is in communications, right? So communications and marketing before I, I do this pivot. Yeah, that's what she does. That's what you yeah, do too. But there's... So there's a principle, a couple things that are coming to mind as I'm listening to you. One is in comms, we talk about cope, create once, publish everywhere, right? So if you are getting overwhelmed, creating the post and then creating the stories, and then maybe there's a way using your artistic background and leveraging your learning differences, I think are often people's superpowers, right? Um, to come up with a system that becomes a little bit more plug and play for you so that it's not so laborious every time. Yeah, because it's like for me, yeah, because with the words though, it's bad because with words, it's horrible (laughs) for me too. Like I just hate, I don't know. I just and yet writing. you have a podcast you where you're really good at talking to people. But I feel like I, I with, but I feel like with posts, you don't need to have, you know, just say telling people about, you know, life career coach out now. Like you don't, nobody cares. They don't want to read a long post. Short and sweet is good. And have you tried talk to text? So I'm being mindful of time, but I do have one more question. But one of, so those are all like really practical, tactical things, right? And those matter because we operate in this terrestrial world, right? Mm -hmm. But I'm curious about, and you used the word overwhelmed a few times when you were talking about the social stuff in particular. I'm curious about what the energy is when you are working on these social posts. What is your emotional state and what is the energy behind the crafting of these posts? Who, me? Yeah. I literally am sitting there and I actually am thinking about the episode itself too, actually, and thinking about our interviews and I'm thinking about um, some of the other topics. So I think it's like sometimes I just get overwhelmed where I'm like, do I need to say everything? Do I have to? But as Hannah just said, stated that you know you can even do short and sweet. What would you, what is behind the overwhelm. Actually, I have a hunch about what's behind the overwhelm. And the hunch is that you want to really demonstrate to your guests and your listeners that you care about their story and what they have to say, and you want them to feel heard. Tell me where I'm wrong. You're correct. Okay. So it sounds like you're working really hard to do that. And what if you allowed ease or love or 
giving to, to drive that bus for you, right? Instead of working so hard to prove that, it's going to come through. Right, because you used to do, and I, you can talk about what I do too because I hate, I feel like we're picking on Rachel. But like last <laughs> season, she did wonderful. She did these like quotes and random stuff and all of that has disappeared. Like, and it was things people shared. People shared all this other stuff. And I don't think they shared the quotes. Yeah, people would share the quotes. And then that thing about uh, being in a pandemic and stuff, like we've had that a couple of times, a lot of people shared that, that infographic. So I stopped it because I thought no one cared or paid attention. And I also just stopped the quote thing because I don't know, I got also overwhelmed. But that was your idea. I know. I know. It was my idea. And then I was like, well. And see, the frustrating thing is, because this is like a therapy, I'll say what I do. So during yeah, the week, I I have to edit, but I already do so much because I edit the podcast mm-hmm. and that takes about two hours of my week. I create the YouTube video. I then go mm-hmm. to our website and update everything. I make sure that it's has some 2002 or 2022. I make sure the everything's uploading correctly. I make sure the YouTube video is posted on there. I make sure that the upcoming video is. And so then whenever she's like, will you post? I'm like, I've already done a thousand things that I've on top of my 45 hour plus job. And like, it it does become a lot because I'm like, I can't, I can't do it. No, she can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where like, you know, and I'm, I, and then, yeah. Yeah, she does a lot. Sorry, in our therapy session. Yeah, she does a lot. Yeah, she's like, no, she's like the backbone. That's how amazing. Well, you don't have to tell me how amazing because you're amazing too. It's hard to be this vulnerable. (laughs) And and I totally hear that feeling. And from an outsider's perspective, it doesn't ring true, even though what matters most is how you feel, right? And like, if this were a full coaching session, we would definitely dive into it. Dive right into that. Um, But I would ask you each to come up with three proof points of success right now that you are directly responsible for. Or if you want to come up with three proof points for the other person, right? So it can be a little love note for each other. Yeah, yeah. Appreciation love note. You have, uh, this is going to have the emotional stuff with it too. Oh, okay. Now I'm like, maybe mine needs to be. <clears throat> well, with yours, what makes us, uh, what makes you this, like not successful, but what also is the backbone is like you make the lists, you make the planning, and you have the heart and drive with that. That's the one. And that's what you had since the beginning. You had that drive, and that's what keeps it. This, I'll say choo-choo train dragging along is that you have these lists, this drive. And that's what I love about you is because you need that type of person to have that. And so that's what you brought to the table for one. Two is that oh. even though you don't think I notice it, you have wonderful editing. Even if I didn't do it for a few weeks, you are truly uh, amazing with editing. You're patient. You're patient with my laugh. Uh, my laugh. Oh, your laugh. I thought you said your math. And I was like, I have a very loud laugh, so she has to hear it in her ear a lot. And so I appreciate her listening to my laugh and actually, you know, taking the time, especially because she is a very 
busy person, like really, really busy, that she does take the time out of her schedule too to do it. So I'm very appreciative. Those are the first two, by the way. And so even if you don't know it, I actually do, even though for the past few weeks, I do notice all the times that you have edited and I do notice our website. I might not say it as often as I used to, but, but you don't have to. No, but I want to let you know that I appreciate it and I appreciate you and I do listen and I do appreciate all that you do with it because you truly are good at it. And I hate listening to myself and you know that. So when I say it sounds good, you know that you do a very good job. Okay. All right. So one, I will say after the pandemic, when we had to shift, I feel like you're way more emotional than mine, but after we shift, Rachel reached out to people we did not know. And I did not do that. Rachel did that. You reached out to people on Instagram and we you, like have gotten the most strangers, not strange people. The random woman from the museum. Yeah, like Hi. Rachel has talked to people that she doesn't know. Most of my guests are people that I already know, but Rachel has been able to, you know, get out of comfort zone something I am not, you know, like, hey, come on. Like I thanks to her, I did reach out to some people that I did not know, like some stories in West Virginia and people on Instagram, but she's the one that actually reached out first to people and like gave me that confidence to to do that. Oh, that's good because you know you've known awesome people that you might not know on Instagram, but it's because yeah. it just might not try, right? Like with this lady. <laughs> See, you were able to do that. Yeah, I didn't think about that. I just assumed. Hmm. We had to switch over. So I figured why not just go with it and we use social media to our advantage. All right. So my second thing, since you did too, I'll go ahead and do. My other one is that you have always remained dedicated. I have been, I am a person that I point out the wrong and I hope I point out the right. I feel like I, I am very like not naggy, but I have a high expectations because I'm like, if I do this work, you have to do this work. And I feel like Rachel has, she could have just, walked out the door and been like, I am over it. Hannah's bossy. Someone even told her at the beginning of season one, but like told her if Hannah gets bossy, you know, like, are you sure you want to do this? Cause Hannah's bossy. And so, and I feel like she has stayed with it, even though I can be hard at times cause I have high expectations. So I'm proud of her that she has stuck through it. And she didn't <laughs> That's stuck it through it. you love someone. And you've improved, <laughs> but you've improved too. So that was my, you know, that's my second thing I wrote down. Oh, I guess I did almost all three. I did also say in the drive and having the time and having the organization. And like I said, um, you even though brought, um, what was it? Oh, the research you did also with Zencaster and like talking to other people too with the podcasters. That's also what helped was that she helped with finding different um, tools and materials. Mm -hmm. So that's what's been driving us too since the beginning too, is that since then, like, you know, uh, the materials, it was just very hard. So it's just that I didn't know much about it. She knows podcasts more than me. Even though I'm young, I'm a very old lady, she knows. So she she definitely drives it, right? <laughs> I'm like a 300-year-old witch. Um, but yeah, and so for her, like just having her, that knowledge, especially with communications, mm -hmm. too, has helped because it has improved me with learning about social media even more than just dating on it. 
but yeah, so I definitely think having that drive too with her, I'm going to keep saying it over and over again, her drive and she's not bossy. She has expectations, but it's a good thing to have expectations because you need that with people, especially with a partner. And I'd rather have someone be overdoing it than being like, I don't, I'm just going to do it for her and not believe in her. I don't care anymore and just push her aside. Like, no, I'd rather have someone say, no, I need you to do it this way. And then I can always push back saying, nah, that idea is stupid. At least you told me how you felt, right? Like, I'd rather have someone like push me to do it and I might not like it, but I'll do it because I love them and I know that I should do it, right? Because that's what you do. You do it because you love it and I love doing this and I love her. So why not, right? And I love talking to people like you. That's what makes my like weeks better. And my third one is a little of a repeat of like, because I said, you know, that she's been able to grow in her skills during this time. So that's kind of the, and I I think you have definitely grown in all, you know, like in even your graphic design, like you've been able to utilize what you already had, but you've been able to come up with a bunch of different things. And I think it helped you with creating those tapes and creating, you know, like all your other businesses, because I made sure you held to a schedule. And so, and you have for other people outside of the podcast. It's true. It's true. Like she honestly, and that's where like, if I could get the quotes back and stuff, no wonder you hinted at that last week. Well, no, I just like that. (laughs) But I honestly liked doing those because it made me practice with graphic design. And that's actually Mm -hmm. been helping me with my art along with the Phillips collection Mm -hmm. has been helping me with making my art more too for it. So I feel like if I could get back on track that way with, you know, doing the posts more and stuff, I feel like. I'll feel a lot better and maybe not being crazy water, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I feel like a I'm a little more... unstable right now. <laughs> right. So just feeling a little more steadied. Um, so the last question on this, and then we'll wrap up this part. Um, but the last question I would have for each of you is what value or what energy would you like to lead your work on this podcast as you move forward, right? And maybe it's, well, if you, maybe you have something in mind already. <laughs> I don't know. I can think. The energy, and I you- mean, we, so my main goal, I guess, with having this mm-hmm. type of podcast is I think being able to let people, you know, tell them what they want and tell their story and get it out and have other people listen and maybe be more informed than they were before they hit play. And that is the type of energy. It's like to, you know, especially like somebody that's building their business, we're able to tell people that may never have heard about their business. I don't know if that's really the energy, but that's at least my like goal. Right. And so the the energies I'm hearing behind that are generosity and connection and teaching Right. Rachel, you look like you have a thought. No, that's not basically what I was saying. I always tell her, not every episode, but since the beginning, I've always said you have to, I like to use this quote, listen, laugh and learn. Mm -hmm. And that's what I like to do with our guests because we always have a little banter and laugh and we learn from each other. And even if we don't agree on certain things, at least we learn from one another and you get to learn from why I love this podcast and why I love talking to people like you also is that you've 
don't get to talk to people like you all the time. And so I would encourage you as you're working on these things, getting closer to towards your goals or working on your goals, if it starts to feel sluggish or heavy or forced, mm-hmm. just take a deep breath and go back to that core goal, that core energy and think, how can I bring even just, how can I get 5% closer to that goal to move out of the the grind or out of the overwhelm or whatever is starting to get you stuck? I feel like this has been a therapy session. So I'm so, I you've said that a couple of times and that's <laughs> actually super important to distinguish with coaching, right? Because coaching very much isn't therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of stuff you can bring to a coach that you may also bring to a therapist if you have one. And it is the coach's responsibility to like, if I were coaching someone and they brought it into like therapy territory where Mm -hmm. I didn't feel I could be of service, that would be on me to be like, Oh, we're getting into a space where I don't think I can best help you. And then either if they have a therapist or if they don't help them, chart the steps to figuring out how to get the right therapist. Um, but it's sort of analogous to going to a doctor versus a physical therapist, right? Mm-hmm. So, or a personal trainer rather. So you go to your doctor if you're not well, right? You can go to your therapist if you're not well. And I love therapy. I have, I have therapy Wednesday morning as a matter of fact, right? Big believer. Um, but then you go to a coach the way you would go to a personal trainer, right? To right. level up, to get stronger in certain areas. So I have things I work on with my therapist and I have things I work on with my coaches. So they can be a nice support team, but there is a distinct difference. That makes sense. And I'm sorry if I've like confused, the, <laughs> like keep saying it, but I do think it was like very helpful. What are your goals though with this life coaching? I mean, because we didn't get to talk about you. So what are your goals? Um, my goal is to have a robust coaching practice where I can help people live their most fulfilling, vibrant lives. And I talked a lot about energy in this conversation, but the energy I'm trying to bring to that is really spacious and generous. And I want to have a robust practice that also allows me to have the whole rest of my life that I really care about, right? I have two little kids who are just scrumptious and I have a husband who's like total babe, right? I really like him. Um, I want to spend time with them and have the energy to spend quality time with them. And I want to play with them in nature. And so I found this work that like, I get all buzzy when I get to do it. It's really exciting. And I want more of that so that I can have this really fulfilling life with the people I care about in nature, in the world that I love so much. Do you work with people like just like a single person or do you ever, not single is like non-married, but like, or do you work, like, do you ever go to like a company and say like, I would like to help your team grow or something like that? I've, I have done some corporate coaching, um, run some workshops in that sphere, which I think is really fun because you can get to a whole bunch of people and teach them some tools that, you know, it benefits the company 
as well, because then your team knows what's getting in their way or how to better manage their time. Um, so I do think that that's, that can be really fun too. Most of what I do is one-on-one coaching. This is, this has been my first couples coaching session. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I do mostly do one-on-one, but I, I have certainly done workshops. You had a first couples there. Now you can't say that. Now you, couples friendship business <laughs> thing. Yeah. And hopefully we'll grow and we'll be able to like, you know, come back to you and be like, look how wonderful we're doing now that we've talked to you. Let's take a little break. Perfect timing. I want to talk about the merch we have for sale on our website, www.whatidliketotellpeople.com. Oh, and especially our cozy hoodies. I absolutely love mine so much. I even wore it on Sunday when it was freezing outside. They are perfect for everyone. We even have t-shirts. People can order merch now while supplies last and receive 15% off by using our listener code telling people found in our episode notes. And back to our show. Olivia, what would you like to tell people? Um, I would like to tell people that their their most ideal, fulfilling, vibrant life is possible, um, and that there are people out there, be it your coach or your therapist or good friends, there are people out there who want to help you find your heck yes and get there. Um, I want people to know that they are wiser than they may realize. Um, I'm a firm believer that we have almost all the answers inside us already. And that's one of my favorite things to do is use these kind of funky tools to help people connect to their wisest self and learn how to navigate things. Um, And I want people to be gentle with themselves because so often we beat ourselves up for procrastinating or not hitting our goals or whatever else is nagging at us. Um, But there are always lessons to be learned from that. And once we can understand what payoff we're getting from whatever we're, whatever's getting in our way, we can figure out a better way to get at it. Um, See, I just, I want people to know like, you're already wise. You're already awesome. You know more than you know. And there are people like me who would love to help you figure that out. I like that. And where can people find you? So like, you don't just help people in this area, right? Like you can help people virtually as well. Yeah. I've worked with clients all over the country and certainly welcome international clients too, if we can work out the time zones. Um, so you can find my website is Olivia Bowen, B-O-W-E-N.com. And I'm on Instagram at Olivia Bowen coach with no punctuation. Um, that's, those are the only things I do. I don't do any other social media because I don't like it. So you're going to get my best self on my website and on Instagram. Um, oh, the the one other thing I did want to mention is that in addition to one-on-one coaching and corporate coaching, I'm hoping that COVID will allow 
me to run my first, uh, I'm calling it my sacred nature retreats, where the current plan is for ambitious women to come together um, at a private residence in West Virginia and have a, a real break from everything that's been weighing on them and get coaching and enjoy community um, so that we can focus on these women can focus on their own needs and wants and come back refreshed with a, with a game plan um, and community moving forward. So I'm hoping that I can do that in late spring, early summer, if COVID allows. Awesome. Well, thank you, ladies. This was just such a joy. Oh, it was um, such a joy, too, with you. And um, we'll talk soon. Thank you again. Sounds good. Yeah, Have a good night. You, you too. Bye. Bye. Right, bye. Rachel, what did you think about this episode? Well, Hannah, I thought it was a really, 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 really good episode because it also shows um, – communication, right? We got to have communication. And of course, we do that during our podcast with everyone, but sometimes with ourselves. And I feel like having that communication and obviously talking and having heart to heart with Olivia, they're almost like a mentor and being our guide with it really helped. And I feel like she's just going to grow so well with her business and she continues doing that because she even just didn't even talk much and helped feed us like what we were thinking and I truly it really truly inspired me and it honestly has helped me grow too even if it has only been a week or so um two weeks yeah I feel like it's been it's amped me up more so I really can't wait to talk to her again soon and you know see what else she's up to what did you think of the episode yeah I agree and we actually recorded in person she wasn't in person but you and I were in person which was really cool oh yeah my bad wow yeah yeah, we that's right. Person. That's what made it more intense, too, I guess, in a good way. <laughs> yeah, like we actually were face to face. And so, uh, I mean, I think she did an amazing job. Like, I'm excited to, you know, like I, other people to work with her or ask to work with her further. I feel like she really ha- is in what she's supposed to do. Like she left her other other job. I don't know what happened to my voice. Her other job and, you know, started this kind of, you know, like she was in her dark office or basement office. And I was like, you know, this is what my dream, right. this is what I want to do. And it's really amazing when people actually do that. You know, we've had a couple people come on here and they've had a certain job and they're just kind of like walk away from that. And I feel like that takes a lot of courage and, you have to be good at what you do. Like you can't just be like, oh, I'm going to build chairs, but you've never built a chair in your life. And, right. you know, I'm, you'd be like, Hannah, are you sure you're you're going to build a chair? <laughs> and, exactly. And you have to have the drive too, right? Yeah, like, you, you know have to have like the passion, the yeah. talent. And I feel like she has that. And it was so awesome oh, yeah. to talk to her and to like, really like get down to it and then she said she's not a therapist but she you know is someone who can kind of like mentor you and like guide you into that so it wasn't really a counseling session or was it counting it it wasn't it wasn't a therapy session it was more of like just really like trying to figure out where we want to go yeah like a pick your brain like where what are your goals type 
thing in life. And yeah. I feel like sometimes <laughs> uh, people who are within the career themselves, right, like us being within our own podcast, we don't see that sometimes, right, because we're too in it, right, where you need an outside yeah. source. Right, like a mediation. We have like a mediation and, and, and yeah, so like the outside. So anyway, so next week I am very excited. As I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, I started reading They Always Wave Goodbye and Katie Sherman, as I know her as Katie Picarillo, will be on. And just if you have a chance before you listen, buy her book. I had not Unfortunately, I read it before I talked to her, but after talking to her, I was like, I've got to buy this book, and I've got to read it, and it's up for some awards, and it was just a really great conversation, um, and just, and the book is really, really fabulous, and I'm not just saying that, it's like, it really um, is different, they're short stories, and they're all different, and they're, you know, um, very much, like, very progressive, and very, just very good, highly recommend so, oh, and I also, and I meant to say this at the very beginning of our show, and if you're still listening, make sure to stop right now and rate our show and leave a comment, not just not just five stars because we have those, but we need people to actually, like, tell us what you think, and please, if you have something bad to say, just don't write anything, but please, all good and all positive, but we would like very much so to have more comments. If you do have any suggestions, just send it in a message. Like email, yes, yes. If you have um, criticism, what's it called? Uh, positive cri- criticism? Is that no? There's another critique. Word. If you have like yeah, if you have a critique, email us at what I'd like to tell people at gmail.com, But don't leave bad reviews. All positive, please. What I'd like to tell people is an independent podcast recorded and edited by us, Rachel and Hannah. Our theme song is written and recorded by Sean Price. Please like us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and YouTube. Make sure to subscribe to our show so you can receive the latest episode. Also, rate and review our episodes so we can receive more listeners. Go to our website www.whatidliketotellpeople.com. Find the link and more information in the episode notes. Until next week. And this was What 